a contentious debate that started in early 2020 over the Gill family's proposal to develop 26 acres in northern South Park finally reached a decision in early March. The process sparked tense discussions between the landowners and local officials about water quality, personal property rights, and affordable housing. However, lobbying at the state level is one reason why the local vote eventually went in the Gill's favor. KHOL's Will Walkie reports. Across the street from the Cottonwood neighborhood, just past Smith's and the Jackson Hole High School, is a field that looks pretty unassuming. On a recent Monday, an old, broken-down Jeep lies half-buried in the snow, and cows graze in the distance. It's hard to think that this patch of land south of Jackson became the source of so much tension in Teton County for more than a year, culminating in a controversial decision by the Board of County Commissioners earlier this month. It was the hardest boat I by far the hardest vote that I ever took. Mark Newcomb was one of four commissioners who voted to approve a sketch plan to develop up to 83 market rate homes in the now unremarkable field. The land in question has been owned for decades by the Gills, a prominent local family that's maintained a ranch in Jackson Hole since 1928. Newcomb says he made his decision based on the county laws he's sworn to uphold, but that a lot of people are frustrated by his vote. They see it as adding 83 new completely free market, relatively large homes to the community. And they're asking, couldn't we have done better? Just one lone house currently stands on the 26 acres in question. It's a relatively modest single family home with a small deck and a backyard about the size of a basketball court. The real estate website Zillow estimates that the property is worth $1.2 million. Imagine that times 83. Beyond affecting the local real estate market, the new development will also influence public infrastructure, like roadways and sewer systems. You know, there's a real valid concern that the town needs to very carefully manage the connections to its wastewater treatment plant. The development will need to connect to the town's water system once completed, and that's where a lot of the debate around this vote lies. The local wastewater system only has so much capacity, and the town has its own agenda. And they're going to ask themselves, uh, what's the best use of the remaining capacity in our town sewer plant? And they will hopefully most likely say, we think the best use is for as much workforce housing to be hooked up to this as possible. That's why the town has been unclear about whether or not they'll allow the Gill development to connect to its sewer system. In fact, the Gill's proposal is still contingent on the town agreeing to connect the future neighborhood to its sewer system. But over the past month, that agreement or rather concession, seems increasingly likely. I'm introducing to you Senate File 157, property rights limitation on local authority. The primary purpose of this bill is to protect private property rights. Senate File 157, sponsored by Bo Biteman of Ranchester, would prohibit cities and towns from conditioning public utility connections on the inclusion of income-restricted housing or anything else that may lower a property's profit. This state-level bill would essentially force Jackson to allow the gills to connect, and the legislation appears almost specifically designed for this local context. I'm a proud fifth-generation rancher's daughter. For estate reasons, my family needs to develop a portion of our beloved ranch. Nikki Gill traveled to Cheyenne to testify in person a few weeks ago, where she called the town of Jackson's reluctance to connect them to the public sewer discriminatory and implored the Senate committee, which is made up of five Republicans, to rule in her family's favor. They want to control private property, force no growth, and force us to develop devalued homes in order to get the connection. I have no other choice but to come to you for help. Some who testified against the bill said it would be an overreach by the state, with one local advocate describing the situation as if the Gills didn't like what they heard from mom, so they went to dad. 
Vice Mayor of the Town of Jackson, Arne Jorgensen, also publicly commented via Zoom against it. I am disappointed to be here today speaking against a bill that seems to be directly focused on an issue that the town and the Teton County Board of Commissioners are dealing with locally. Please do not vote in support of limiting zoning or prohibiting cities and towns from having a say over our public assets. Despite Jorgensen's plea, the committee voted unanimously in favor of the bill, which was followed by three successful votes on the Senate floor. And unless Governor Mark Gordon vetoes it, the town of Jackson is out of luck. The sense again of feeling as if the will of the community and the concerns of the community were being um, and run by special interests uh, was really frustrating. Newcomb says the proposed state bill didn't flip his decision one way or the other, but it was put on his desk essentially the day before the Gills forced the commission to vote on the sketch plan. Maneuvering at the state level undoubtedly hung over the heads of local officials and will continue to as the development process moves forward. But not all is lost on the affordable housing front. There's still an ongoing public planning process to develop 225 acres of gill land next to the smaller 26-acre plot that just got approved. It's an amazing opportunity, and it's kind of a once-in-a-lifetime thing, so folks should, should do it and should get involved. The neighborhood planning effort is where hundreds of homes for the local workforce could still potentially get built with enough public pressure, a goal that's desperately needed in Teton County. Will Walkie, KHOL News.